0: This week's episode is brought to you by Gary Larson, author of the famous cartoon series, The Far Side. Gary Larson is a cartoonist who's still fucking alive. Did you know that? I just found that out today. I thought he died in like 2003 or something. And guess what? He just released new cartoons for the first time in like, I don't know, 24 years or something like that. Gary Larson, nice to see you still with the living, buddy. Welcome to Nexus at Night. I am sorry for everybody who has listened to my voice this entire time and was like, man, that sounds terrible because I finally seen the light. I'm Atlas.
1: I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer.
0: I I went back and listened to an old episode of ours. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so annoying.
1: That's how I feel about myself all the time. (laughs) I know, right?
2: Welcome to the club. Where have you been?
0: I don't know. Just part of me, I don't get that feeling listening to bad reading. But just something about going back and listening to old episodes of Nexus at night. I'm like, what the fuck? You sound awful. So that's because my we're such to. a
2: professional podcast.
0: Oh, dude, for real. We're like the, the we're like the Dante and Randall of uh, content creators for Vanguard. Anyway, uh, this week's episode, we're going to talk about uh power creep and our opinions on the imaginary gift system which uh after listening to older episodes that we put out about the imaginary gift system when it first came out um those being uh i think i want to say like eighty four and a couple others that I can't remember the numbers for uh i I think our opinions have changed so Well, what did we think about them in the beginning? Well, at least the first time it happened, uh, which that one I know is episode 84, Um, when they first came out, we were like, oh, a reboot. (laughs) Cool. We were so uh, hopeful. Exactly. We were hopeful. And now it's been two and a half years later. And... Would you might.
1: say we're less hopeful now than we were then?
0: Well, I mean, nothing is ever as bright and glossy as it seems, right? <laughs> but yeah, I so
1: f- at least for me, I remember being fairly interested in the original GIFs and saying, like, I think... Uh, I don't remember what I don't remember what I was thinking. I, I remember expressing um, concern that Excel GIFs would be difficult to fill that circle, which ended up being fairly true for the most part, at least uh, for a while until they give Excel a lot of uh, ability to plus. And then I felt that Force Gifts were kind of boring, which I still stand by that the plus 10k Force Gift is rather boring. And I thought that Protect Gifts were just fine. And I thought that they were the most interesting of the three. Um, hmm. And they were... So that was uh, that was kind of the where I started. And then when Gift 2 came out, I remember thinking, well, Protect 2 seems awful. Like, I see what it's trying to do, but I don't think it'll do that. And then Force 2, I was like, okay... and then excel too i was like nice yeah (laughs) Yeah. but now i feel like all of them are annoying (laughs) annoying yeah it just feels i guess kind of what i feel like and you all you know you all can like uh you know, tell me what you you know to tell everyone what you all think about this. But I I feel like what they wanted to do with V Era was create a different like uh, mechanic for each clan, like 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 a gift like mechanic for every clan, and then they mm-hmm. just didn't do that to do something simpler. That's what I feel like happened at this point.
0: What do you mean by gift like mechanic? As in like,
1: like a... example, like the stage in a in Pelmoon
2: now, right? Right. Or, like, the treasure
1: mechanic and
2: uh... And, uh, the astral plane for
1: Genesis. Right. I feel like they just want to do that for literally every clan. Hmm. And then just sort of, like, that's too complicated. So we're gonna do this other thing. But
2: But then they went ahead and did it anyways. Correct.
0: Well, it's not like they completely swallowed each of those clans up with that thing. It just seems like they, uh subdivided it. So like in Pale Moon's case the stage is seems to be for Harry and his mm-hmm. gang. But the the old thing of like just, you know, make more circles and call things from soul, they just kind of left that to Silverthorn, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. Um I I like that. Uh I think it is good in terms of play style, but that also means that uh is a an ongoing problem for Vanguard where they'll introduce like a new either mechanic or playstyle, and then when the next era comes around, they just kind of leave it behind, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and look no further for that than Mega Colony within the V series. Oh what boy,
1: Yes. What was our mechanic
0: before? No fucking idea. Uh, milling or something bad to trace. Milling,
1: it's... but not nearly fast enough to matter. Because... Yeah. Or like
2: rest they use the machining play style of resting and restanding your own units. And then they had the milling, but then like prior to that they still had resting the opponent's units and Gridora's thing of blocking off columns.
1: Yeah, I think people really like Gridora, so they really want Gridora to be back, right? Yep. So I I wonder if they're gonna skip you know, uh, OG Darkface to go into Gradoria just for popularity reasons, because nobody actually cares about OG Darkface. Perhaps. Yeah, it's fine. And whatever made. those cocoon markers do, because nobody knows. So we don't. We mm-hmm. don't have any inkling.
2: And this, the recent trend of new mechanics seems like Keywords 2.0, where they give you this really obtuse mechanic that you have to play towards in order to make your deck function.
0: I don't hate it, but also it makes it really complicated. A to explain how the game works to new people. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're gonna be a game that's focusing on reaching new audiences, you know you release your anime on YouTube, which that that's really great marketing. But also it makes it so annoying to be like, okay, so here's your cards and here's this other set of cards. Does this go in every deck? No, just yours. But also it only happens in circum circumstances and blah 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 blah. Like, imaginary gifts were uniform and uh like game or were uniform and used in a way where every clan could make use of it to some extent. Some used mm-hmm. it more than others, like for example, I don't think Tachikaze was, like, we need the Excel circles to do stuff.
1: They need one well, when they weren't playable. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> true. But also, <laughs> that compared to something like Nova Grappler or Pale Moon, where, like, it, it is baked into the DNA of uh, using these extra circles to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, all mm-hmm. of the imaginary gifts were just an extra game mechanic that could be utilized to some extent or another. And I think that they almost wasted their design space by going into these subdivided mechanics instead of just using stuff that utilizes the already present design space. Like, Astral Plane was a cool way to take advantage of... Once you get a certain number of force markers, you get to do a thing. That was cool. I think stage is weird i think the treasure markers are weird despite what the episode may say
1: (laughs) yeah i'm not actually i think treasure markers are like super like they're not confusing they're just like why this why why are we doing it this way i don't know yeah it feels feels like what if what if like i guess that doesn't make sense uh well, like I, I said, feel like just... you could make something that's like on hit, like on hit get a protect two marker and people will be like, Yeah, sure. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Again, this just feels like keywords where they add extra steps to make you do your thing. And you know, there were some keywords where it's like wave or blaze where it's like, okay, that's how you were already playing the deck and then there were some things like Magio where it's like, okay, but I'm not. I'm still not entirely sure what the keyword does. All I remember is that there were a ton of cards that only let you call Magia things. And it feels like they just kind of printed the keyword to make it more obtuse and difficult to do the thing. I mean, you play Pale Moon in g Can you please explain to me what Magia actually did?
0: Okay, so the whole caboodle with Magia was that everything you called out would return to the soul in the end phase. And mm-hmm. that was supposed to be a good thing, because uh, Pale Moon's problem a lot of the time was you would call stuff out and then attack with it, and then it would all be on board, and then the opponent would be like, oh, I can just kill all that stuff, and then they can't prosecute an offense against me. Mm-hmm. So it was supposed to get around that problem, but this was also at the time of... Uh, why am I... I okay. That stride has caused me so much pain, I literally forgot what clan it was from and what it did. I just remembered if you couldn't kill two things, you couldn't guard. Mm -hmm. Like, I blocked it out um, of my memory.
2: Phantom Blaster.
0: Thank you. Phantom Blaster. Is it Diablo? (laughs) Diablo. Yes. Diablo was so ubiquitous that Magia basically became useless in and of itself because of that. Mm -hmm. To the point where they made a stride where its whole gimmick was instead of doing stuff or causing pressure, it was like, hey, you can do Not Magia. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're wondering
1: like, which one... I I'm like t- when you get a special ability that just negates the passive ability of your clan. That's really sweet. Yeah. It was a universe
0: <laughs> trick prana, if you're trying to think of which one. Her thing was like, at the end phase, you can pick any number of Cards or like two for every card face up in G zone, and they don't go in soul. And you're like, that <laughs> cool. Yeah, like <laughs>
2: yeah. And then <laughs> you know there are other keywords like Shadow Stitch, where it's just like, why does this clan have this?
1: Shadow Stitch sucks. I don't know. I don't care what people say that. that and, when, giving your opponent any kind of agency over what your cards do is actively bad. Yeah, I don't want to hear any more discussion on that.
0: I think they. There was some potential to it, and they just didn't do what it needed I to
1: mean, do. I mean, if your opponent's at five damage, where if they if they take a hit, they lose, then yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, unfortunately, in every other position, it kind of sucks.
0: You have to get... Mm-hmm. Like,
1: I'm pretty sure the only games I won with G. Murakumo were because my opponent didn't know what my cards did. <laughs> or were not familiar with the correct order of guards that they should be making.
0: Yeah, that yep. pretty much tracks.
1: Like, I, whatever that purple card was, that was like, Shadow Stitch... Uh, um, counter bus one or countercharge one, soul charge one.
0: Charge one. Uh, is it one of the versions of Yasuie, or is it someone else?
1: No, it's it's some random ass card. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, like that, like that thing you it countercharges, so like you can just like a free roll with Yasui. Mm-hmm. or with Tenma. So you just like attack four times with that. But if they take it, like if they're at four, then they're just like, okay, well there goes this. And you're like, well that's not happening. Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. Murakumo is. is can literally be its own episode of <laughs> the the horrible plight of the ninja clans from the inception of Nubatama all the way to today. It is like you could do a fucking Ken Burns documentary of just so, some guy trying to make Murakumo work for all of history up until uh, V-series. At least <laughs> I, they
2: had their time in the spotlight with V-series. It's probably ending with the current support, but you know...
0: Hey, hey, probably yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they had a good run or something. Like, yeah, um, but it's all about uh, it's all about Force Two now.
0: <laughs> yeah, which again I liked the idea of Force Two, where that put on more pressure.
1: Yeah. Well, the choice that was supposed to be made was that you were supposed to choose Force One for power or Force Two for an extra crit. What they've kind of done is they kept throwing power like on your, uh, on like the grade three vanguards and like rear guards, mm-hmm. and they're just like, yeah, here's power for you. And people are like, well, I don't need the power force gift anymore, so I guess I'll take crit. Yeah. And now you just have these giant crit two things, and you're just like, all right, eat shit. Like you have a thirty k crit two rear guard in freaking Link Joker, if you mm-hmm. force to it, and that can attack multiple times per turn because or, of its own fucking skill.
2: Yeah, or Overlord, which can attack you, like, three times in a turn, gains power, came Every with time. a booster unit that restands itself if Overlord restands. You're just going to smack them three times with two crit. Why wouldn't mm-hmm. you?
1: Yeah, it, and those are, you know, the best two decks, you know, the, like, the best two decks, like, post that mm-hmm. set, right? Uh, Silver Dust plays I believe. Uh, like, those are just the best two decks. And it's like, we're now in a position where, like, Force 2 because of the, how they kept distributing power to vanguards and rearguards, that Force 2 is just really, really nuts. And yeah. I don't think we're ever going to be in a position at this point where we can have the gifts in a way where we don't have just a, Like, before we had, like, Excel being really absurd, right? Mm-hmm. And that lasted all the way until these Force cards.
3: Yeah.
0: I mean, the the ability to get an extra card with Excel 2... Was that good, especially mm-hmm. when you can, uh, it, at least in the case of premium, there was all this stuff with Ezl where you could chain ride, draw a bunch of cards, blah blah blah. We've complained about that like for years at this point, but uh, that ability is so good to negate your own ride minus that, you... <laughs> That ability is so good that it could literally just be an extra rear guard circle with no power. And a draw people would still take it i think
2: yeah like even right now the power difference is negligible people i think we rarely if ever bring it up as a consideration for excel mm-hmm. 2
1: there were times when people went excel 1 over even over excel 2 um and it mostly has to do with like how especially Revan. Mm-hmm. uh based on how good your hand is uh the extra 5k power can matter a lot and like if your hand's already really good and you're already set up and you're trying to push, then the card is worth less in the long term than the current 5k power. So there were actually t- uh, times when people chose to go uh, Excel one over Excel two, and I believe people did that in aggro vein as well, and maybe some and and, and, and situationally in other uh, Excel decks as
0: well. Great nature, but that was mostly a deck out concern than anything else. <laughs> and premium. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you already that's draw it. a fuck ton of cards from everything, so you're like, I'm good, thanks.
1: Um, Great i I'm going to mill like six cards, hold on. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, that's exactly what would happen. Leopold yeah. mills two, and then, uh, what's his face? Uh, Managar mills four. <laughs> There's six. <laughs> Easy. Easy. Uh, so, now we're starting to get to this thing with, I'm I'm just going to use Harry as an example. Where now you have the stage where it's consolidating all of your Excel circles into one thing, so it's like mm-hmm. a, like a, a force circle, kind mm-hmm. of. That's extra, but also you have now stuff that gets you extra Excel gifts. I think it's the the dra- the pop dragon guy, like the guy that's supposed to be on the stage. Um. Oh yeah. That after he goes away, he gets you an Excel gift. So, mm-hmm. why would you... On the stage,
1: you... or does it go, like, elsewhere?
0: Well, whenever you did an Excel gift, it gets added to the stage. I see. Afterwards. So, like, any subsequent rides or whatever, it just becomes part of the stage. Um, So, <laughs> <laughs> so why wouldn't you be doing Excel 2? Yeah, uh, because that's just drawing you more cards.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, in... Now that power stacking gets a little more interesting because now mm-hmm. if you have like let's say you take two excel circles, twenty k power versus ten, which is mm-hmm. a lot, but you've drawn two cards, so it's like pretty interesting uh, difference mm-hmm. of choices there. And there could be situations of, like it could it could become where the game is so fast that the cards aren't just aren't just aren't good enough, and you want the extra five k power. That could that could theoretically happen.
0: If that's the uh, case, then you. In, in premium strides become less important if you can kill on grade three easier.
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: And our our whole hypothesis of the G or the 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 extra deck the G zone becomes a side deck by yeah. virtue of it yeah.
1: happening. Well, I mean, you still have to like, mm, Yeah, I guess that makes sense.
0: I'm mostly just looking at this from a vaguely pale moon perspective, so if you guys want to <laughs> look at this through other clans, please don't don't hesitate.
1: Uh, I mean, uh, the pale moon is the most recent one that's gotten uh, much more oh, yeah. Mechanic. Um, I've mostly been thinking about like the relationship of the game between uh, Force Two and how mm-hmm. much Force Two has kind of sped up the pace of play, uh, like. It's really hard to play the game when you're on grade two and your opponent attacks you three times with with two crit. Yeah, uh, like just why? Or you know, even uh, Link Joker where they might only attack you two times with two crit with the because uh, because Link Joker I don't know if you've seen this but the Link Joker lists are sort of playing the um the order that unlocks a unit. Hmm. So they call the uh the third the grade four and then they use the order to unlock it. Yeah. Because. LOL. And Mm -hmm. then you can attack with it, give 10k to the other unit, attack with, uh, Alter Ego, unlock it again, and just be like, well, nice game. (laughs) It's just absolutely disgusting. So, like, like, Force 2 is, I think, becoming very destructive, but I'm not sure it's a problem with just Force 2. Like, I actually think that gifts in general are kind of just, um, how do I say, uh, like, you can't reconcile the power differences between the gifts without mm-hmm. like giving too much here or there like i would like to see the day where protect two is somehow overpowered but that's clearly never going to happen based on current sport so
3: yeah
2: and another thing that james has pointed out is that the current tra- like the aside from the gifts themselves like the cards being printed are just ramping up at a ridiculous rate like There was kind of a structure to the way that they arranged all the older support back before Gift 2s, where, you know, Excel wouldn't gain too much power or advantage, but had the multi-attacking from their circle. Protect was kind of meant to stall out, so you would build up to one really powerful finisher, so, you know, like a restander or some sort of guard restrict, and then Force was just kind of in the middle of the two, where they gained like some power and had some finishing potential, but they weren't like too defensive. They weren't too offensive either. And then recently, it's becoming like late G era where everyone is either getting some sort of ridiculous finisher or multi-attacking.
1: But unlike late uh, great, unlike late G era, you couldn't, you can't even grade two game. Yeah. Like there's like no agency you have from your opponent riding grade three and smacking you with two crit like five times.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Life in the fast lane, everything all the time.
2: Do you think the game might need a rule change where like in Stride or Legion where if you're riding first you can't get a gift, or do you think that would just
1: I mean kinda bring then... back
2: the same problems from Giera.
1: I think great people like jockeying on grade two to try to get second ride or to try to force your opponent to ride up mm-hmm. is actually just better than uh, what is going on right now.
2: Yeah, although like all of the skills available on these cards would still work, you just wouldn't have the gift. Do you think like just not having the gift but still being able to use all of your grade three skills would, have, would be enough? of a balancing factor or do you think like the skills printed are also still too strong for the current pace of the game
1: I mean I think the skills are too strong for sure hmm. uh, but I think it's kind of compounded by the fact that gifts exist and kind of like make them even more nonsense than they need to be
3: Okay, so, like
1: it's actually possible that the Link Joker one is not like I mean Link Joker would probably like let's say like there was no gifts at all right mm-hmm the cross is still good.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, we're talking about a triple restander. Like, Like, any triggers you get are just big game, right? Yeah. And, like, I think Alter Ego is still also very good. It's just now mm. you don't have, like, crit twos running around. I just think that, like, gifts have made any, like, unique... Like, any, like, powerful card has, like, magnified their Like, magnified how much of a problem they become. Hmm. So, so, like... Maybe the cross is it would be bad anyway, right? But the fact that he just has two crit while doing it makes him like much bigger problem than, than like you know, it could, like the up giftless form, giftless form could ever imagine.
0: Part of it is also, it seems that every time Overlord gets new support, it is always earth shaking. Like <laughs> they they get to some semblance of balance, and then the newest Overlord thing shows up and just like flips that table, you know?
1: I don't know, new Dote wasn't that bad when they revealed it the first time. It yeah, because Dote then had, they had they downsides. Like, now yeah.
0: they're like, what if we removed
1: all of those downsides and PS gave an extra drive check?
0: Yeah, that was, <laughs> it, it's like um that, or the original, the cross was like that, or um, the... What was the, the Dote, or the Draconic Overlord stride that was like, it dealt them a damage... The
1: purge?
0: the purge, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, purge was sweet. Yeah, but it, I mean, it, nobody it, even map
1: no. I mean, the purge was strong, but it wasn't like all oh, this card busted. Like no one, yeah. I don't think anyone. The purge
2: that. wasn't oppressive It just made the deck like stupid consistent,
1: which is fine. A lot of decks in G R were super consistent. That's what made. That's what made people a lot of people really like the format. Mm-hmm. Playing inconsistent decks is incredibly frustrating.
2: Yeah. Also, you brought it up during Link Joker's, but how do you think orders have been playing out so far? Mm,
1: I think orders are pretty interesting. I've actually seen a surprising amount of random orders than I thought I would. Uh, like I've, I even see, I've seen in some games. I'm not sure if it's correct to be playing this, of course. I'm just saying I've seen it. Uh, the order that's like Counter Blast three, uh, draw three, uh, give three units ten k, and mm-hmm. there's some other te- there's some other text on there that I forgot uh i've seen like even that card being played in decks i don't need to kind of last very much else which is pretty interesting yeah and that yeah. card's like pretty spicy
2: so do I, you think that orders are something that maybe they should invest more in instead of like these new mechanics or gifts
1: i think orders are fine because mm-hmm. even if they're powerful they do have like a notable downside in that you can't just fill your deck with orders because you have to ride right
3: yeah
2: so
1: like orders eating up slots of like units is like a really really important uh aspect that i think makes them like much more reasonable to be, you know, a little stronger cuz you are giving up like consist like some consistency to play your orders. Mhm. So I I actually think
0: orders are pretty neat. I like them a lot. Uh at least I don't I'm not as jaded yet. I guess I should say. Yeah. Well, this is this is how we were at the beginning of V series with the introduction of gifts and now we're at the beginning of orders being a thing. Yeah. All right, but so,
1: imagine this, imagine there were no gifts, right? Yeah. And then imagine the counterblast 3, uh, draw 3, give 3 units, 10k order. Mm-hmm. That card's suddenly, like, super good.
0: Because now you, you have can...
1: this card that's just, like, a bunch of power for no re- Like, a bunch of power, mm-hmm. like, in situations where you might not have a bunch. Yeah, like, obviously you don't need, If Obviously have not, not much else to do with counterblast.
0: I feel like Dark regulars could be, like, <laughs> fucking awesome. Or whatever.
1: I mean, Dark regulars Steve be a bit in the standard.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: Because they, the, uh, they don't have the stupid cat. Well,
0: in, pre- in premium, they'll, they'll be fine for a while. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> they, they somehow evaded the
1: ban list every time. Yeah, and I'm they're... pretty sure they're going to evade the e-ban list whenever that comes out.
0: Yeah, which, uh, that, that's next week, the 14th? Yeah,
1: yeah. I assume it's going to be Zazan and maybe Calico and nothing else,
0: but... Uh, I, I Watch them ban think.
2: everything around Zazan.
0: Your life sucks around the
1: There's phone. There's no way. There is no, if, if they ban any other, like if Zazan is not on that ban list, uh,
0: I, I think, I I, okay.
1: I, I, I I give up.
0: What I don't <laughs> understand is what, like Zazan, 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 is such an easy solution and one that doesn't really affect sales of that set anyway.
1: It's a double R in a set that only has double R's and above. <laughs> Who
0: can, like, if you ban people that card, Tapisphere is still good. Yeah, like, okay, so your, your cover card isn't as relevant now. Oh, no. Like, the the rest of the set still has good stuff in it. People are still gonna buy it. Yeah,
1: people you know, want now, that Narukami stride. That's the only thing. That stride might make Narukami playable and premium.
0: Like, <laughs> like, okay. Solemn brought it up, and we're saying it again. 97% win rate. Not if just, you get design designed.
1: How, how bad is a ninety seven percent win rate though?
0: Come on. The other, it's clearly beatable. The math major is saying this. Uh,
1: okay. no, I just like I just like using those arguments. Right. Of it's we'll, beatable. We'll see how yeah. we'll see
0: how it is next week. But uh with you know with the future of this gift system. I have two questions I want to ask you guys. One, what is something you think they could have done better in the two and a half years that gifts, uh, imaginary gifts have been around? A. And the other question is, what do you see them doing with imaginary gifts going forward? In reality.
2: I mean, one of the things that came with the reboot was like, new standards of power. So they like raised the base power level for all force for all units in general to like 12k instead of 11 and then force got an extra 1000 power on top of that so like uh 12 10 and 13k units as standard and then triggers became 10,000 power 10,000 power just kind of became the standard increase. So I feel like that from its inception, was a bit of a mistake. Because hey, now, like, all the power gains are out of whack and the way we have to think about, you know, power in this game is gotten even more ridiculous. So I just wanted to get that out there, but...
0: <sighs> so, I... the the whole system of, like, that, that was how they justified the rock, paper, scissors to us, was that... Mm-hmm. Because Excel had lower base power, by very virtue of you know force taking a trigger on damage and made that easier to guard.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and then meanwhile, protect got power gains in increments of like six k to make it eighteen or uh stuff like that. Where or it it like yeah made force numbers easier. So you what you think they should have not done that or
3: well
2: oh. hmm. I don't know. I think it's more like recently they've just kind of stopped with that. <laughs> like, they've just kind of thrown that out the window, so...
0: I'm just gonna give I, my front row 3k, and then everybody gets 10k also. Okay, cool.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, it seems like they've really just stopped with the rock, paper, scissors, so I don't like that aspect. I feel like that could have helped, but I'll... And then you have things like Majesty Lord Blaster that's just a consistent 18k... Hey, which was also a response to Excel being overpow.
1: And that card doesn't even but, matter.
2: I know the card doesn't even matter anymore.
1: How did this happen? Yeah, I, mean, I, I,
2: I mean, can't entirely remember where I was going with this. All I know is that like, it's really frustrating, and I do feel like just freely handing out power to everyone as they have been recently is part of the problem. <laughs>
0: it always starts out good and then there's always like a tipping point where not only do they power creep too much they go like way off the deep end Mm -hmm. with something and then they spend the rest the next year and a half trying to make up for that mistake yeah um so what
2: uh i was just gonna like continue with how do we rein in the current system of gifts i do think that like what I had said, maybe the first person who rides Grade 3 doesn't get their gift might have to become a thing just because of how ridiculous a lot of the current gifts are. But I also think it'll end up hurting things like Protect and Excel that need those gifts.
0: Okay. Um, I don't know. <laughs> It's a very simple solution to have mm-hmm. that to be... okay you don't get gifts unless both people are on grade three or something like that, or if... Yeah, um, but
2: I guess the problem is I feel like it disproportionately affects Protect and excel, where, like, getting those gifts is more integral to you, your deck even, like, functioning in the first place, whereas Force, it's kind of reached that point where, yeah, you can restand three times with two crit. They really shouldn't be able to get... Force 2 right away, but then, you know, I think Excel and Protect decks, some of them might still need to get their gifts right away on Grade 3, otherwise, like, the way those decks are constructed just fundamentally doesn't work.
0: Hmm. I think what they should have done from the beginning, um, and this directly feeds into our Layoffs episode, uh, if you want to go back and listen to that, but... If you're going to have 24 clans, which is divisible by 3, and you have 3 gifts, it should have been 8 gifts or 8 clans on each gift. Mhm. By having more force clans than anything else, everything is skewed toward how does this affect force in in, in some form or another. Um it's okay, how is this going to affect force? How is this gonna match up against force? Because you have a you know a ten and fourteen chance of running into a force gift. I'm sure I'm getting the numbers wrong because you know. Maybe you run into a mirror match or something, whatever. The point is that you have more of a chance of running into force than anything else. So everything is matched up around can this hit force? Can this stand up against force? and I really don't think it should have been that way. Protect always felt like an afterthought, and all of the... Mm -hmm. The only time Protect was, like, the king was the very beginning, when it was... When decks
2: couldn't get enough advantage to break through it.
0: Exactly. It was, like, a primordial ooze of a meta.
1: Yeah, the only other deck that, like, came out and was, like, pretty good was Angel Feather for Protect. Mm -hmm. Angel Feather, in their first wave, was, like, very strong.
3: Yes. Yeah.
2: Because they could also play around the reigning Excel deck at the time, which was Dueling Dragons?
1: Uh, what? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, don't Shiryu, probably... I, don't, I don't remember if Shiryuki was out at that point. Mm hmm. I don't think so, because Shiryuki came out right before, uh, what, Bermuda won? Yeah. Which, uh, well. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: So that's how i think i I, i'm not saying that's like a complete fix for every problem that v series has had up to this point but it Mm. definitely would have made things easier and made their thinking a little uh yeah easier to design around but in terms of what they should do for the future um if they're gonna do this thing of every clan kind of kind of gets keywords 2.0 By doing the you know your cocoon markers, your treasure markers, the stage, all that stuff. If you are gonna do that, a fuck it, just lean into the skid. But also, don't leave it behind. Don't just like okay, here is the stage once and then we're done. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Yeah, it's new design space that you are opening up for yourself, and you you know it's like opening up a new thing of battles, like my roommate does, and then opening up another thing of bagels, Like there's still the first thing. hmm Don't let the bagels go stale.
2: <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I guess like this conversation has led me to realize that despite initially being kind of meh about it, that yeah, Force has really kind of been defining the way the game has been played just because of like it's we the different power bases, but especially now Force Two.
1: Yeah. Well, you, you you don't like dying when you're on grade two. Why
0: not?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That moment where force is basically white people. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's it's bland, it's boring, it's stifling, it's in everybody's like, it's in kind of the middle of every conversation, whether you imply it or not. It's white people. All right,
1: all right. <laughs> I'm gonna just believe you.
0: Okay. <laughs> Matt, do you have an answer to my two questions?
1: Mm. I so one one question. So I actually have a response question to one of them. Okay. So the the simple method you had was uh you know that both players be a grade three, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But. How how did people respond to needing to grade two game in Gira? Did people like it? Did people dislike it? Did people not even think to do it? Like, what was the standard reaction there?
2: Well, the problem with G-Era, though is that that uh, a lot of your skills weren't active at grade two, so grade falling right. and- in G-Era just completely destroyed the way they intended the game to be played. I do think that in the current era of the game it wouldn't be as relevant because all of your skills would still be active so it's true I think there there might have been more of a decision making thing in this current era where uh like you could just still ride grade three and still get your grade three skills first
1: but you won't have the gift
2: yeah, but you won't have the gift but for some decks maybe you don't need the gift
1: yeah i I'm actually like really leaning toward that. Right, at the moment, just because it's simple. Mm-hmm. I don't have any more, like, complex variants of that. Um, my inclination is that, as a whole, like, I don't, know, I don't know how much gifts, like, even needed to be there,
3: mm-hmm. I guess.
1: Uh, I feel like you can just add 10k. Like, you could do what they did in g era and just add 10k, like, every skill ever.
3: <laughs>
2: I mean, that's basically what they're doing right now.
1: Yeah, except they're doing that and we have gifts.
2: Yeah so clearly the answer is when they run out of G era things to rehash is we just reboot the game for a third time without gifts.
0: Please. No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, whatever. Like the the whole thing with Vanguard was originally it was meant to be played just with your deck. You didn't need, you know, life point counters Mm -hmm. or your, your phone or anything. Your, your deck was your damage. And, uh, then Strides and Gifts and everything kind of went away from that. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. But the the whole, like, no gift on the first grade 3 ride, I think would be a similar balancing uh, act the way Yu-Gi-Oh! did, where it got rid of first turn draw, which Mm -hmm. happened... That happened after I left. It was in 2014. And I remember my friend Dan telling me that when it first happened, everyone was super pissed off because people were like, well, shit, then I, you know, your whole deck can behave differently where before it was just whoever went first had the better chance of winning. You would almost never choose to go second. But after that happened, you had lots of decks springing up that were uh, keen on going second Because they ran a bunch, you know, more hand traps, more board breaking cards and stuff like that, um, because they had the benefit of the first battle phase. So maybe Mm -hmm. the no gift on the first grade three ride thing could take steps toward a new era of balancing where because you... uh, Wait, if that person goes... Okay, so if you're going first, you're getting first grade three ride, first Mm -hmm. twin drive but second gift. So maybe you start balancing cards based off the fact that you'll have less card advantage that early in the game. So it, mm-hmm. it, it can take steps toward supporting cards differently and supporting the game differently. Yeah. Am I missing anything?
2: Don't think so.
0: I like how we're talking about this as if we're in charge of Bushiro and we're like, okay, we're putting these into action. It's happening now. Oh we're not. Oh, I <laughs> yeah, mean, but we're not. Yeah, we're not. We're totally not.
1: Yeah.
2: And that is another thing that's happened recently is they've just done away with cards needing in like two grade three turns to come active. Most things will just work on the first grade three right now.
0: Yep. Or be at least
1: partially active for
2: sure.
0: hmm I mean, partially active is good, like what they did with the new Harry, where it's if you yeah. uh, you get two, and then if your opponent's at grade three or greater, you can call four.
2: Yeah, or like Susano, I think, works the same way, where it you only check two normally, but you can check three if you have a grade three in soul or something.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, the, that seems so... Uh, Obvious in hindsight and yet you know. We've been we wrong about ha- stuff before. What? And
2: then we have shit like the cross.
0: So fucking stupid. The cross certainly
1: exists. That is a card that they printed. Mm-hmm. That will exist for a long time. How I'm I'm really curious to what the power creep cargo cards are gonna be next next wave of sport.
2: No, see what they're gonna do is they're gonna ban the cross on the next ban list.
0: I wouldn't put it past them.
2: Or they like, li- <laughs> they like limit it in some way.
0: I, I mean, I don't think it's a, I don't think putting it to two is gonna solve it.
2: Yeah, hang on, I'm trying to see, I'm trying to see if hitting the end in some way would be.
1: Uh, no, they it would kind of. It, it shoves the end into soul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so what would touching the uh, end do?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. It wouldn't do anything. Wouldn't. Yeah, the,
0: the, it's not like uh, with the original dot where you could put it to two and make mm-hmm. that harder to deal with. No, that just it's gonna they're gonna find it wherever it is. Yeah. put and it to then, one and like you do that exactly once a game, but it's
1: still really powerful the first time.
2: Yeah. and then, like, forcing you to play the other forms of Overlord doesn't really matter since Cross is designed solely for the end, so if they just completely got rid of the end, it would just kind of invalidate the Cross. Correct. So they're not going to
0: do that.
1: Mm -hmm. Also, they need the Cross to sell Boosty Peas. Yeah.
0: (sighs) (laughs) What did you call
1: it? (laughs) I called them
0: Boosty Peas. (laughs) okay that's that needs to be what they're called forever boosty piece
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I don't know maybe they'll just like nuke the the cross from the game they won't because overlord sells a lot of money what they'll probably do is they'll hit the 30k link joker thing
1: I don't think they're going to touch anything for a while I think they'll just try to find a way to power creep it somehow Mm. I don't know how, but I'm really
0: interested to find out or something. And we all know how how well that goes for him. Them,
2: like, just slap a guard restrict on it in addition to the ability to restand.
1: Oh yeah, they're gonna make a <laughs> new oval over the guard restrict. That's it. <laughs> a restanding so much. A restanding sentinel restrict with extra crit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I I think we we've gone in far enough into the realm of stupid what I am going to say to you the listener is uh, what do you think of the imaginary gift system do you think it was good for the game, bad for the game sideways for the game medium for the game, let us know tweet at us at Nexus at Night with your answer uh, because we love talking with you and stuff Uh, I think that about does it for this episode, you can find the show at Nexus at Night as I just said a second ago also on Instagram. Guys, where can people find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter at
2: TGCCZs. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse.
0: Uh, you can find me at Atlas Novak uh, on Twitter or Instagram, or you can find my other podcast at Bad Reading Pod in the same places. Uh, this week's episode, we have Diana Goodman from the Laser Time Network uh, and thirty twenty ten is the podcast that she's a part of, but we're uh, covering a classic movie, which is Psycho. Doing an episode about Psycho, and you get to hear me do my uh, impression of Alfred Hitchcock. So, that'll be fun. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Beer. And have a good night, everybody.